Let me stop bullshit, man, and get to the point, man. Another episode of Sit Down with Slim. Um, I promised myself that I'll start doing these podcasts by myself a lot more often. I actually didn't plan on doing this one by myself, but you know what? That's what we're going to start with. Yeah, man. I've been meaning to say this for a little while now. I think everybody needs to just bet on themselves, man. You know, when I first started out, I was depending on a lot of people. Um, it's real difficult depending on other people. I always say it, uh, it'll be best to have a team, you know, people that's reliable, people that think just like you. But most of the time, it just doesn't work that way. So I just recommend people bet on themselves. Um, no one is going to have that same drive as you. No one is going to see that same focus, man. Anybody that needs a little motivation this morning, uh, I'm just here to, you know, spit a little bit because I found myself getting a little down in the dumps lately and, you know, being a little less motivated than I normally am. But, you know, eventually you, you come around and you find that motivation that you need. I'm going to be honest, man, what really had me down, <laughs> my laptop, man. I had my laptop since 2012. It's been there with me through college. I got it my first semester of college at Georgia Southern. I was super excited. This powerful MacBook. And recently, man, my MacBook went out on me, man. I was real sad about it. I was down in the dumps about it. But you know what? That thing was old. And I feel like the MacBook was mad at me. Because <laughs> when I recently was just visiting my mom, me and my mom was on a road trip. We was in Louisiana. We was at the hotel. And I was telling her about the new MacBook Pros. And I was like, man, I've been seeing a lot of people with this MacBook Pro. I love it. It's so sleek. It's so innovative. I need something with a lot more power, a lot more storage in it. Uh, I was like, yeah, I really need this MacBook or whatever. So my next big purchase is probably going to be this MacBook. And I said I didn't need it right now. I could, you know, wait out a year, maybe even two years, even though my MacBook is seven years old. And sure enough, I come back home. A week goes by. I worked on this fire music video. I completed it. And what happens? Man, <laughs> my MacBook just goes out. When I tell you, when I walked in the room and seen that green light on the MacBook wasn't on, man, I was so down. I knew it was over right then and there. I went and tried another another uh, charger. Didn't work. I already knew. Went to Apple. Show sure enough, they told me, yeah, man, the power board went out. Uh, the part cost $400, but it's discontinued. <sighs> Shot. I knew what time it was. It is what it is, though, because I still got my desktop, so that's what I'm recording on now. But anyway, man, that had me down over the weekend. I'm pretty much done with that now, though. Uh, now I got my motivation back to, you know, start creating. Honestly, I haven't created anything over the weekend because of that. That's another thing. Do not let bad things that happen in your personal life affect what you're trying to accomplish. I should have never let that affect me that bad, but I'm human, man. It is what it is, but... Honestly, too, podcasting is like my baby. Like, this is something easy for me. Uh, I started podcasting, what, I'm coming up on a year. I think it'll be a year next month. I officially started podcasting. I started my podcast in January, but me and Rello, shout out Rello, we, we started the Habitual Offenders probably back in like uh, August, September of last year. I remember because we did Sober October, and I'm thinking about doing it again. But yeah, um, 
So it's officially been like a year. This is easy for me. I can set up. I can record. I'm in this room recording by myself right now. As long as I'm not too drunk, I can record about anything with anyone. <laughs> That's the only thing, man. That drinking to get me down in the dumps, man. But yeah, as far as my YouTube goes and my vlogging and everything, all my content I have going on with YouTube and my photography and stuff like this, man, that's the most difficult thing I probably ever did in my life. I kid you not. It's so much that goes into photography that I had no idea about, so much that goes into videography, cinematography, all that stuff, man. I'm learning so much every day. I'm getting better and better as the day goes. If you see this video right now, you're probably thinking like, man, I remember his first video was so trash. My first video, I think recorded it on a on a camcorder. It was horrible. We recorded another video on the camcorder. Horrible. Then I end up seeing like a YouTube video and someone was like, man, you know, it's kind of easy to start a podcast. You know, you can even film it with your with your iPhone. And I said, hmm, film with your iPhone. I ordered a tripod, ordered a piece for the tripod, put it on, and I got started. That's another thing, man. Start now. Whatever idea that you have right now, just start now. Most people are, are you, you, uh, most people have a fear of failure. That's understood. I get it, man. Uh, I fear failure also. Sometimes I, I often win and count it as a failure. Just start now, man. I'm telling you, things will get better and better and better. Today, I actually seen a video talking about, you know, the photographer's early work and he was critiquing it and how bad it was. And I was like, hmm, you know what? Let me go to Instagram and look at some of my earlier work. It was trash. I started deleting some of it. I started looking at the stuff I'm working on now. I was like, you know what? My stuff now is way better, but the stuff I'm probably going to have in the future is going to be even better. So just get started. Just get started today, man. Jump out there. Don't be scared of failure. Just get it started because you never know where it's going to go. They say it takes like 10,000 hours to perfect something. I'm probably at like hour number 400, 500 when it comes to this YouTube stuff. So I got a lot more hours to go as far as podcasting goes. I don't know, man. I might I might be at a couple thousand. I know I'm not at 10,000, but I might be at a couple thousand. My sound has gotten better and better over this time. It could get a lot better. But as far as my content goes, I, I think I'm crushing it. Uh, I know areas where I could get a lot better at. I have a couple ideals that I'm doing that's going to really be some hits. But overall, I think my podcasting is pretty good. Now, YouTube, I got a lot of work to do, man. I look at that thing every day and be like, I wish I would have did this better. I wish I would have did that better. Anyway, man, I need to stop talking about me. Man, I've been... <laughs> I've been sitting the last two days trying to decide what topics I'm going to touch on when I get on my podcast this week. Uh, I told myself I have did political uh, topics maybe two or three podcasts in a row. So I was like, maybe I should just chill on a political uh, topics and, you know, talk about some things a little different. Like, you know, I don't know, like what I just started with, something more motivational, something, you know, not really down because... I don't know what people know when it comes to politics, it's not too many positive topics you're going to talk about. <laughs> but I can't escape it, man. Politics is part of everyday life. And so this episode is going to be about politics a lot, man. But it's going to have a little spin to it. First thing first, man. You know, we had another tragic event. Uh, we had three shootings happen. Two of them were back to back. First one was at... The Garlic Festival in California, man. RIP to those people. 
Um, I didn't even see how many people were killed there, but one is enough. Then we had a big shooting in a Walmart in El Paso, Texas. Twenty-two people were killed in this Walmart. A man came with an assault rifle and opened fire into it. Horrible thing, man. Horrible thing. Then not even not even 24 hours later, about 1 a.m. in the morning in Dayton, Ohio, nine people were gunned down. Back-to-back killings. People were saying it was, you know, it was a hate crime, racially motivated. It's always sad to hear things like that. But one of the biggest things that really concerned me about the whole situation was how desensitized we are to events nowadays. Um I think I seen something online that said since 2016, we've had more mass shootings than ever in history. And I was like, wow, that is crazy. And I also seen something else about uh, the number of mass shootings that has occurred in America compared to other countries in the last couple of years. And the numbers is crazy, man. I think the UK was at three. Everyone else, it was like two countries with one. The rest of the countries had zero. And we were at like over 200, man. One is too much. But to think 200, that is crazy. But yeah, um, I really feel like we're, we're getting real desensitized to all these killings. Very desensitized. It's no reason why I should, and I'm guilty of this. This is why I'm even speaking on it. It's no reason why I should pick up my phone. I should see that we had a killing and be like, damn, another killing? I'm guilty. I'm human. I looked at it and thought the same thing. It's a horrible thing, man. These killings should not be something that's normal. We should not be able to look in our phones and see a killing and it not affect us in any any type of way. Of course, you know, us being human, we put our shoot, excuse me, we put ourselves in other shoes all the time, but it's just hard to think of, man. It's hard to think of how you could lose someone, lose someone to such a tragic event like this over nothing, too. And, man, let's go ahead and get to the meat and potatoes. These gunmen, they all look like they was brothers or cousins or something. They all was some weirdos. They all was some nerds. I see everyone throwing a race card in there like, yeah, man, we were right, man. These <laughs> these white men, they're so evil, man. They're the real terrorists and woody woo, blah, blah. Honestly, there's some truth behind that. There's a lot of truth behind it. Uh, all these All these major shootings are white men. So when you speak on terrorism in America, it's not Hispanics. It's white men. That's true. But one thing I will say to challenge it a little bit, if you look at <laughs> if you look at the breakdown of the face of America, most of the people in America are white, the majority. You know, so of course the shootings would come from them. But back to the other side, <laughs> man, you gotta be a sick individual to go into any place and just want to kill all these people. I understand. Everyone is throwing in mental health. Everyone is throwing in bullying and stuff like that. Man, that is not enough to want to take innocent people's lives. That is just insane. That is crazy. You have to be a different type of individual to even think like that. I've never been bullied in my life, so I can't speak too much of the bullying aspect. But still, you just have to be a sick weirdo. And mental health just isn't enough. Another topic I want to speak on as far as the shootings went, I've seen a lot of people talking about gun control. Gun, gun, uh, gun control is a very interesting topic for me. 
I don't know why every time we have a shooting, the first thing people want to say is, hey, you know, it might be time for y'all to give up y'all guns, this and that. Um, I don't think that's the answer. I think uh, I'm not going to be one of those people that say criminals are going to find a way to be criminals. But I will tell you, history repeats itself, man. Um, in the past, we've taken away things, for example, prohibition. And what happened with that? We had bootleggers. The country was just crazy. You know, it was on some wild, wild west type stuff. You take guns away, you might start a civil war. And honestly, who's really going to give their guns up anyway? We don't We don't need war. We don't need to take steps back. Uh, honestly, I think we need to arm more people. If, if more people were armed, maybe you prevent some, some of these murders. Uh, I don't want to throw in no crazy scenario because I know people are going to disagree with this. But let's say everyone in that Walmart was armed and he went in and he shot at all these people. Maybe the death toll isn't 22. Maybe the death toll is two. Death is inevitable, though. We're not. It's it's sad to say, it, but we're not going to be able to stop this thing. It's it's horrible people out there that want to do horrible things. Taking away guns just isn't the answer, man. I don't know what is the answer. I hate talking about things where I don't know the answer because I hate when people talk about things and don't have an answer for it or don't have any kind of solution. But I really don't know, man. This is just a this is just a bad situation. And now, man, the conspiracy theorists. I wish y'all would shut up, man. Anybody that knows me and follows me from my last podcast knows I hate conspiracy theories. Rello used to love them. Uh, shout out Rello again, man. Very intelligent brother. Really into those conspiracy theories. Uh, he actually opened my eyes because I used to always think that a lot of people that do conspiracy theories or believe in conspiracy theories was just idiots. But, you know, Rello's very intelligent. He believes in a lot of these conspiracies. Um... But some of y'all believe in some wild conspiracies. The conspiracies y'all come up with, man, y'all have to be some of the most creative people I've ever seen in my life. Y'all need to draw pictures. Y'all need to write books, everything. And the fact <laughs> the fact that y'all think this is a conspiracy and Donald Trump just made up this whole thing and he's getting all these people to come out to shoot all these people because he wants this wall built and all this and all that. No, man, that's not it, man. <laughs> Trust me, that's not it. It's just something bad that happened, man. Something horrible that happened. Donald Trump did not hire anybody to do any of these killings. Um, I'm open to hear all the conspiracy theories y'all have and see if they make sense. But come on, man. Let's really think about it. What does Donald Trump gain from having all these killings? Oh, he gets his wall built. He gets to he gets to say that, oh, we do have a, a I don't know, a issue in America and we need to build a wall. Well, they were white men. <laughs> or is it that he hired them to kill these people because he's a racist? I don't know, man. I feel crazy even saying all this wild stuff. I can't even come up with it because I'm not that creative. I can only speak on facts. That's the type of person I am. But y'all creative. <laughs> I just can't escape how creative y'all are and how y'all come up with all this wild stuff. But yeah, Donald Trump did not hire anybody to kill anybody. Uh, he literally gains nothing from it. And I also wanted to speak on that wall a little bit. Um, I know a lot of people think I'm a Trump supporter for some reason. I'm definitely not a Trump supporter. I just live in America, and I feel like me being an American, I should, you know, root for America. 
Um, the wall is something that's very stupid. But I talked about that last week or two weeks ago. Check that episode out. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, R.I.P. to the victims that was that was shot and killed in these three shootings. Yeah, man. R.I.P. But yeah, man. Um, wow, that was bad. I see why on the Joe Budden podcast they crank the uh, good music up because, <laughs> man, it does put you in a and you know a bad mood when you speak on all these horrible things. But anyway, before those shootings happened, I actually planned to come in here and do my uh, whole podcast based off of a t- uh, a TV series. A TV series I actually been watching since the beginning. I thought it was very interesting. It's called Orange is the New Black. <laughs> Those of you that watch it, y'all know, you know, y'all probably have seen it. Y'all probably have no idea what I'm about to say about it. But this is basically my review to Orange is the New Black. Orange is the New Black, for those who haven't seen it, is a show about basically female prisoners. It started out really crazy. It was this girl that basically was like, you know, she was green. She was a very nice, she was a very nice girl. Uh, got into a relationship with a girl that was a little rough around the edges, and she ended she ended up smuggling some products or money or something, and got caught and got sentenced to, to some time in the feds. So she goes to a federal penitentiary, and uh, you know, she's a nice girl, and she goes through her trials and tribulations as, as far as that goes. But the show started out like that. This last season, they went. And did so many political issues. It was crazy. I couldn't even keep up. I've been seeing a lot of comments from people saying like, oh man, this season was just so intense. Oh, it had me crying the whole time. This and that. Da, 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 da. All right. Spoiler alert. The only part that had me a little sad was when Red found out that she had dementia. That was the only part that I was like, dang, that's really sad, you know. That's bad. The rest of it, I just wasn't convinced. The acting isn't bad. The acting is decent. It's just visually it doesn't make sense for me. This is a woman's prison, but it looks more like a mental asylum. Like everybody in it is just crazy. All of them are just emotional. (laughs) It's just not convincing to me. None of them act tough. Like it just doesn't look like a prison. It looks like General Hospital. Uh, I remember watching General Hospital when I was young. My mom used to watch it every morning right after God at Light. Oh, my gosh, I hated those shows. But I watched it every morning before I went to school, after I got ready for school. And I just used to watch him. Like, why does my mom like this? I remember the guy's name and everything. His name was Sonny. I forgot the other gangster's name. But I used to be like, they not gangsters. Like, one was a pretty boy. The other one was, I don't know what he was. He had his hair slicked back, looking crazy. You can tell they obviously was actors. And all the scenes was just over dramatic. That's how Orange is the New Black is for me. And the topics they hit on... Okay, when I seen the one about the immigration policies, I was like, you know what? This is a very interesting topic. They honestly could have stayed on that, even though I feel like they were pandering a lot because they basically were showing the the, uh, immigration detention centers and they were showing how bad they are. Man, I'm going to be honest. I believe that those immigration centers probably are really horrible. And (sighs) yeah, man, it's it's bad to separate women from the children. That's a horrible thing. Any human being knows that's horrible. But overall, you know, we can't go to other countries and stay. We need visas also. Uh, Other countries have immigration policies. Why? To protect them. 
we need to be protected in this country also. I do think that it should be a little easier to get a green card in our country. I definitely think so. But I do know that we also do need policies in place. People that think that we should just open the gates up and have everybody running in, that's insane to me. I don't even understand how they come up with things like that. <laughs> but some people are just crazy, man. But yeah, it, it was a lot of issues in it. What was another issue? Uh, another issue they, folked, they focused on at the end was abortion. And I was like, where did this come from? Uh, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody that, that hasn't seen it, that, that wants to see it. But abortion is one of those real, real fuzzy, real fuzzy topics, man. You know, uh, most people feel like they have to be for abortion because it's popular to be a liberal nowadays. But they kind of just threw that topic in like, ugh. You didn't really need that. Another one they threw in was the Me Too thing. And when I seen that, I was like, Ugh, that's kind of gross. You definitely didn't need that neither. The guy was like, you know, you were a bad employee. That's why I fired you. And then right after that, <laughs> right after that, he goes, you know what? Never mind. Uh, I did fire you because I liked you. I was like, oh, man, y'all really just pandering to everything going on today. Don't get me wrong. We love when a show is up to date and shows thing and shows things that's going on in society today. But do not overdo it and do not try to pander, man. That's the worst thing you can do. What was another topic they talked about? They talked about so many topics, man. I couldn't even keep up, man. A good one they a good one they had in there though was um prison reform and you know the the whole system as far as prison goes or whatever, um, I do feel like we need some we need some order in it. A lot of people are wrongfully um incarcerated. Um a lot of prisoners on on that show was definitely in there wrongfully incarcerated and they were showing how they go to prison and they basically don't help them become better people. So there was actually officers in there that was trying to help these ladies become better people which is what every prison really needs. They show the GED program. Every prison definitely needs a GED program. Um, that was a very important topic that I really like because prison shouldn't be one of those things where it's just a cage and you're, and you're just in there. No, prison should be something where you're able to be rehabilitated and be able to come into society and be a functioning person in society. They also showed how when people get out of prison, they actually have nothing to do. You know, they have this F on their report card. They're unable to find a job, you know, just basically they're not able to adjust in society. So there definitely needs to be programs so people are able to adjust in society better. But overall, man, let me get my overall view on the show. <sighs> One out of 10, I'll probably get a show like a four. Yeah, I get a show like a four. I'll probably give him like a D plus. <laughs> like I said, it's just not convincing, man. I guess it was heartfelt. Maybe I'm not human. I don't know. Maybe I'm not human. Maybe stuff just doesn't affect me the way it affects other people. But I don't know, man. I give it a four, D plus, whatever, man. They could have did a lot better. It could have been a lot more killing, a lot more stabbing. They could have centered it around that. But who knows, though? My favorite show out right now is Snowfall. My favorite shows of all times is 
Breaking Bad and Sons of Anarchy. So maybe it just wasn't for me and I just watched the whole series for no reason. So <laughs> don't take my word for it, man. But yeah, Snowfall is definitely the best show out right now. I love Snowfall. <laughs> Anybody that hasn't watched Snowfall yet, man, make sure you go see it. John Singleton, man. John Singleton. R.I.P. to John Singleton. Uh, very, very, very creative brother. Came up with a very creative show. Those rumors that everyone came out with saying that he was supposed to be in a Tupac movie and how he wanted to start a Tupac movie with this very introspective intro with Tupac being raped in prison. Then it transitioned straight into him being a little kid. I believe he did that now. Because the first season of Snowfall, he had some wild scenes in there. I was like, he definitely might have came up with some ideals like that but go over and watch that and i just started watching this superhero movie i'm i'm in show i'm mad i cannot think of the name of the show right now but it's on amazon prime uh i actually started last night i was really tired i fell asleep on it but it's starting out crazy man <laughs> if you're if you're into like you know a lot of white boy comedy you definitely need to watch it but yeah i'm not gonna talk y'all to death man these little these podcasts that I do by myself, man, I'm trying to keep them under 30 minutes, man. But yeah, like I started out, man, anybody that, you know, needs a little words of encouragement, man, I'm here to tell you, man, bet on yourself. Do not give up. Keep going. Even when you get discouraged, man, find you something that motivates you. I have a couple people that motivate me on YouTube that I often watch when I'm down in the dumps or, you know, I'm a little rusty and don't have nothing creative I can come up with at the moment. One of them is a photographer out of Atlanta, Georgia named Creative Ryan. Very, very, very creative person, man. I follow him on IG. I get a lot of, you know, examples of things that I want to do with my camera from him. It's a couple more vloggers that that I watch, like Peter McKenzie. Uh, I probably messed his name all up. <laughs> but it, yeah, it's a lot of people that I basically watch just to, you know, get me out the dumps and get me going. So yeah, man, I just want everybody out there to stay positive, man. Keep going. Don't let nothing discourage you, man. But yeah, man, this was another episode of Sit Down with Slim, man. Thank y'all for listening, man. And I'm out.